From Alderaan. From Alderaan. To Zenlaw. To Zenlaw. To Zenlaw. And whatever's left of Krypton. We are broadcasting live from the largest ship. From the largest from ship. The largest ship in the galaxy. You are now listening to Sanctuary One Radio. Sanctuary One Radio. You are now listening to Sanctuary One Radio. What are we what are we going to what are we doing again? Okay, for the final time. The conference we held did not go very well. Everyone is still blaming us for what Thanos did. We need his guidance and we cannot find him. I've heard word of an item that we could use to be able to teleport anywhere we need to go. It's called the Globe of Teleportation, but it is located underwater. Side, what are you doing? Side, we're in a we're, we're in a transit bubble. You don't need to hold your breath. Mm-hmm. Yes. There's air. There's air. Okay. You don't need to hold your breath. But we're underwater. We are. There's a lot of water. There is. There's creatures. In Atlantis the is very far down. There is a lot of stuff in the sea. I I realize this. I don't like sea creatures. I understand you don't want to get trapped in the sea. I get it. Don't worry. The bubble is fine. We're good to go. There's a shark. There is. Yes. There's a, there's a shark. There's a squid. It was a great earth video. There's it a, was. There's a there's a big lobster. Yes, there is. I don't I don't like any of this. I understand that you don't. Just watch we'll out for the into, crabs in look, the sea. Deep in the trench is where the Dead King is located. We're going to go down. We're going to get the globe of transportation, and we're just going to come back. The the what? It's called a globe of transportation. No, no. We're going to the We're going down into the trench. But that's where all those crazy creatures are. So we've heard. I, okay. What? Why did, is this why you didn't tell me ahead of time? This is why I didn't tell you ahead of time, yes. But it's a long way down, so we might as well kill some time. All right, all right. We're going to have a lot of fun in the sea. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. So, welcome to a new episode of Sanctuary One Radio. We are headed down to the uh, Kingdom of the Trench. I'm not uh, happy about this. To get the globe of you know, transportation. And with the... Uh, so that no one's confused about which Atlantis we're, uh, we might refer oh, yeah, to. Which, yeah. Uh, there's the one Atlantis with the naked dude, the semi-naked dude with the wings on his ankles. Yeah. Uh, we're not going to that one. We're going to the the, going to the, the really cool sequined yes. orange shirt one. Uh, the DC Universe. Gotcha. Atlantis uh, ruled by the movie we're going to talk about. Aquaman. 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 No, no, no Aquaman. 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 Aquaman, no here. Aquaman, no here. Aquaman. Aquaman. Agua. Agua. Aguadilla. Aquaman. Aquaman. And his sidekick, Aquafina. You don't know. That could have been Mara's nickname. We don't know. That is correct. Aquaman. We didn't get her code name. Uh, Aquaman came out. Uh, it's coming up on a month, uh, so we've had some time to simmer on the film. Uh, directed by James Wan, uh, starring Jason Momoa. And Amber Heard is also in the film as well, as well as Willem Dafoe. So, and um, I, I feel so bad. The guy from the the owl. The, the, yeah, the owl, the owl. And from the, Watchmen. Um, yeah, from Watchmen. In the happening, right? No, that's uh, no, not the no, happening. Not, not the, the happening. Conjuring. The, the conjuring. conjuring. Yeah, him. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, that guy. 
Um, he has a name. I'm <laughs> sure of it. And um, and it is not Orem because that is who he's played in the movie. Correct. Uh, we're talking about Aquaman and, and Nicole Kidman and Nicole Kidman. And I feel bad. Whoever played the grant, the Arthur's dad, like he's an actor. He has a name. He's a wonderful actor. I just can't remember. <laughs> yeah. um, it's on my head. I just, yeah. Sorry, guys. So, Aquaman. So one of the things I really like what they did was they, um, you know, just a, a small Is that thing. what we're doing? We're just going to jump right into the things oh, that sorry, we sorry, liked sorry, sorry, because, sorry. because <laughs> the things that we didn't is so I, Well, no, we brought up the father. And one of the things I, I really liked was that um, the ethnicity of Aquaman, they leaned into the actor's ethnicity. Um, which well, I, yeah, because, I mean, he's 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 like an Aryan poster boy in the comic books. Yeah, so. yeah. And I really like that they did that. That, that makes the, the grounds the character. It makes him more believable. You know, they really they really stuck to that to that uh, ethnicity. I thought that was great. So the last we had seen of Aquaman was, of course, Justice League. For those of you that watched Justice League, all six of you. Um, <laughs> I think more than six people watched that movie. Um, I mean, more than six I, people I, remember I mean, three, that. So three people here did. They... Yeah, we were. Exactly. Half, That's the half point. The people. Um, <laughs> we're so half the people. they they teased a lot with Aquaman. They, they teased did. a background. Justice League was very much teaser heavy for Aquaman. Uh, Amber Heard was in the film. Uh, uh, the idea of Atlantis as a kingdom and Aquaman's responsibility towards it. He had his mother's um, trident as well. Uh, so we jump into uh, Aquaman, which takes place post the events. He is resoundingly known for defeating Steppenwolf. I don't know where they got that idea from. Uh, but <laughs> I mean, he he owns some parademons. He owns some parademons. That is and, correct. And uh, uh, he stopped some water. Yes. At one point, and then um, lost that ability. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> apparently, apparently, he just lost the ability to stop to water. Sh- Why? Well, I, I I don't know, like he the basic shaping of water he might have learned from Volko while he was, you know, doing stuff. Yeah, I guess to some but extent. He just shows none of the ability to do that except for <coughs> towards the end. Towards, towards the, the end, end. But that's when he has like the super scepter, so or the super trident. So um, I think that was his karate kid moment. Probably. That was yeah. his crane kick. That was Didn't, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I thought it was funny. Like, he even calls uh, the one guy. Spoilers, um, by the way. Mr. Miyagi, right? At one point in the movie? Uh, I, think someone what, drops some, I think somebody drops a Mr. Miyagi line in there. Oh, Maybe. I don't know. I, I, don't I don't remember know. hearing it. Um, but so. Community resoundingly has said great things about the film. Said uh, good things about. Uh, uh, great things about Jason Momoa. Good things about the film as a whole uh but we are kind of in a different boat do you have the um do you have the rating for uh for aquaman right now pulling it up yeah what is that at the moment look at that so look at the rotten tomatoes and then the metacritic one just because so rotten tomatoes for this is at 64 percent Okay, so that's so sixty-four out of a hundred critics out of a hundred people came came out okay. of it uh, happy. And then what's the metacritic <laughs> for? Happy. Because the metacritic happy. is just the aggregate score okay, for what reviewers have given it. Yeah. Uh, and then the or metacritic the median score, I guess it would be, not the aggregate. Um, fifty-five. Ooh. Okay, so fifty fifty percent. Yeah, and I, 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 to be honest, I could see that. I, I could. <sighs> Whereas user reviews are closer to like a 74. Wow. That's actually low. Yeah. Typically for like superhero. Typically yeah, users yeah. love superhero films. Yeah. So that's actually kind of low. 
Um, a user. Well, actually, that's kind of average. Yeah. In average. Usually, uh, people like when they love a film, it's like in the 80s or 90s. So, yeah. um, so where did we fall? Well, and our feelings of the film generally, and then we'll get into specifics. Yeah, yeah, okay. So it, I could see where 64 critics might have come out with it oh, above a 60%. Yeah. Correct. Um, and I will say it's definitely up. So what have there been? There have been, this is the sixth installment in the... In the DC, in the DC in If the we're DC using universe. those numbers, I can see 64 people walking out of the film giving it over 50%. Yeah. Correct. So I, yeah. like, I, I'll give it that. Um, I think to, to count as fresh, you have to have above a 60% on Correct. Rotten Tomatoes. So yeah. 64% gave it above a 60. Yep. Um, which I could see and I could, I could, you know, okay, I get okay. that. Okay, I'll give it to you. Um, I admit there's, <clears throat> depending on how you look at it and how much you are invested in certain things. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll admit I'm holding it to a standard much higher than I think the average, the average movie person. Goers. Yeah, I mean, but that's that's why that's well one reason we go there to, to watch a movie. But well, we'll two, get in, we we'll get into that point because like, yeah. that's a that's a heavy part of my own belief system yeah. on the film. But we'll get into that. Continue. So the if I were to rate it on a scale of one to a hundred, objectively, without like bias. like personal bias, I would probably put it. Like at the sixty to seventy range, mm-hmm. I came out of it like personally. Like, would I go see it again? No, not without people that I know would enjoy the movie. Yeah, like I would. I would personally put it at like thirty to forty. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I I sit around that too. Like objectively, I'd I'd put about a sixty five ish. Uh, but personally, I I put it put it like a forty forty to fifty. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. I actually my my objective, uh, uh, my unbiased look at that film is around a 55. Like a, yeah. a, a 60 would be pushing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but biased, I'm in. The, I'm actually in the low 30 range. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think you're closer to me, like yeah. 30 yeah. to 40. And it, that 40 feels tough to justify personally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I so my initial thought in terms of the why behind it because I'm sure there are people out there listening going, well, I was in the theater, I watched the film, I really enjoyed it, blah 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 blah. Like I I get it for and I I want to start this by saying I get why people would enjoy this film. Yeah, it's not that I don't. I think I think uh, props you you put it really well that it said uh, if you were to think about it like an '80s action movie, you're probably really gonna like it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, Dolph Lundgren is in it. I remember when you were like, is that Dolph Lundgren? And I was like, I don't think so. And I was like, I know, I'm pretty sure that's Dolph Lundgren. And I was like, I don't think so. And then they showed that close up of his face. And I was like, ah, that's Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my expectations for the movie went down a little bit more. Cause I was like, this is going to be an 80s action flick. And I don't like those. So yeah. yay. Yay. Um, I, I uh, left the theater. I said this to you guys. My issue is my issue at the moment, and the best thing I, I, I the the closest thing to my opinion that I read on the internet was, uh, Aquaman sits in the in in the the precipice of films uh, that are counter to what we're getting in the superhero genre right now. What we're getting in the superhero genre is films that are attempting 
to write something that is above what the expectation is for their writers. They're attempting to tell stories. They're attempting to weave narratives. They're, they're attempting to have the story be the forefront of what is the film. Yeah. Counter to that is Aquaman, which is a superhero film that really belongs in the early 2000s. It just looks really nice. So visually, it's great. But it's honestly two steps backward for what is for what is writing in superhero films today. For me, like there was a whole bunch of parts where I was just like, is this like a shoemaker Batman movie? Yeah. I was like, ah, uh, yeah, I think it the we, weird, like comedic placement, the, the, the elements, the, the, the way things were done. I was like the, I, I still say black man. It looks like something straight out of, um, uh, legends of tomorrow. Yeah. And then I, I, I don't, I don't understand plot wise why he looks the way he does from the comic books. Now there's a counter there's, there's an interesting counter to it. And the statement is, are, are we criticizing a film that is truly embracing the source material this much? And that's one of the things I gave it props for was that it really owned the weirdness that is Aquaman. Yeah. Like when you think about it, like he's made fun of by the, um, by the comic book community because he is a really weird character. Um, and things that really embrace that weirdness, uh, like I think he gets a bum rap because of the super friends cartoon. Yeah. And back at the hall of justice, Aquaman, right? And he's just like, I talk to animals. So they would have to come up with some contrivance. Makes why a sandwich. Uh, <laughs> please, yes, please do it. Do it. Meanwhile, back at the Hall of Justice, Aquaman prepares a peanut butter and jelly sandwich because he can't do shit. <laughs> <laughs> Using so his telepathic powers, Aquaman summons a can of sardines. It's going to be an awesome so, sandwich, so, Batman. So, so Thank you, Frank so, Caliendo. So technically, <laughs> technically what they did was... They took um, '90s Aquaman, yes, uh, which they was modernized a bearded, him. long-haired, one-handed, like extreme Baller, yeah. version, like ruffian, kinda. yeah, ruffian dude. Uh, and they took him and they combined him with Aqu- the the Aquaman that is, is in the comics stuff. now, like Jeff Johns' run. Yeah. Like this is super Jeff Johns' run um, and uh, they, from the new and, and they um, they combined them together uh, and peppered in. A heavy dose of Jason Momoa being Jason Momoa. Yes, I mean acting wise, Jason Momoa tends to work best when he does him when he acts as himself. I mean, one of the f- go ahead, finish up. One of the first things we see in the film that are like, oh, this is probably and you said it to me uh, is the best part. We're like, oh, this is like the best part so far is when they're in the bar and they're taking photos and they're just getting drunk. That is a very Jason Momoa thing. Yeah, and it was like. It looked like when you look at those photos, it actually looked like he was having a good time. I want to I want to pause on the acting real quick. This uh, this movie is all over the place. Very much so. With with actor chemistry, with delivery, with just like it is. (laughs) I can't even there are. uh, Please explain to me. 
the first 20 minutes of this film from acting. What is what is happening in this film? Please. <laughs> it, it's, Please. It's, it's really hard. And, well, the thing is, the acting, I feel bad for the guy who, I, I, I know his name, but who played the father. Yes. Because his acting at the beginning is a little stilted and a little unbelievable. And I don't know if it's part of him and his acting or if it's the CG they used on his face. Um, cause it looks a little off to me. Yeah. Um, but the acting, uh, at the beginning of the movie is, it's very like just the situation is very contrived and it's very, it moves very fast. So it's hard to believe what these people are saying. No normal person, uh, you know, and I guess we are watching a fantastical movie, but put, take fantastical people and put them in a normal situation. You find a woman on the, on the shore unconscious, you bring her into your house. You don't call emergency services. And then you fall in love with her and have a kid. Like it moved that fast. Tamuera Morrison. Okay. Tamuera. I mean, he, he did the best with the script he was given. But it, it it was like you know just like there's yeah, the a fantastical elements it. like I just thought it was the delivery yeah exactly the Very, delivery like, kind of, of it was just really pokey. like I can't quite put my I, finger like, on it like don't we, don't eat my dog Bromps and I were sitting next to each other in the theater and like Nicole Kidman had this line at the beginning and we both just kind of sat there and were like is it the whole I'm the Queen of Atlantis or whatever whatever that we was like, that real what? serious line it was prior to remember. when it was prior to when the bodyguard showed up uh, okay, okay it okay. was just them talking I was just like what is yeah it just felt really weird and I I don't know whether they like. I believe they were probably acting the way they were directed. Yeah, yes. yeah, most certainly, most certainly. <laughs> so I don't think it's the actors. I don't think it, it is. It, but I think like they, they were, were working like, working with what they were given. Yeah, they're like, hey, act really weird because you're from Atlantis. Yeah, like, it was. They were trying to go for, I guess, an Ariel type thing. Like you're like the Little Mermaid. You're a fish out of water, pun intended. Yeah. You know, like kind of thing. <laughs> you're getting Adele, <laughs> uh, dude. That's the way that came across. I'm sorry. The, uh, <laughs> but I, I don't. I don't know. And I, 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 Nicole Kidman. I know is is a is a an amazing actress. And oh man. And I know she tried. She's tried to sell. And when like the fight scene she was in, and I'm guessing it was probably stunt doubled at least a little Correct. bit. If she did all that, that's impressive. Um, <laughs> but like I. I didn't mind when she was when it was an action movie. When she was hardcore serious, like yeah. yeah, which is odd because and this is this is gonna date me a little bit, <laughs> and the fact that I'm I can't even believe I'm saying this movie out loud on a podcast. She's done fantastical movies before. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I'm, there are probably more popular ones, but just because I saw it on Netflix recently, uh, as I was scrolling through, she was the bad guy in the Golden Compass. Yeah, yeah. like like she's done fantastical. Hell, she movies was in before. Batman Forever. She was in Batman Forever. So like, if you really want to get, she into was it. Chase Meridian. That's like really <laughs> weird name. I just so like <laughs> I I just couldn't quite I couldn't quite put my finger on what exactly I was seeing and I I do assume it was the directing but that leads us to the submarine sequence I can't fathom like I couldn't even I was so the sequence in question for those of you that that have seen the film Oh man she was she was in bewitched she was Yeah a she witch. was in bewitched yeah she was a witch in bewitched um <laughs> Uh, slight spoilers uh black manta she was a witch and bewitched sorry 
Yeah. Uh, uh, bl- <laughs> didn't mean to spoil that for you. My didn't bad. mean to spoil. If you haven't seen Bewitched yet, sorry, spoilers. <laughs> um, uh, Black Manta and his father, prior to him being Black Manta, obviously, are like pirates. They just go around. They like attack submarines. They stole this uh, prototype sub from the U.S. Navy, and they're just going around like taking stuff. Uh, yeah, apparently so they, it's a family business. Apparently, yeah, you know the grandfather was part of the navy, and then apparently the family just went evil. I don't, I don't quite know. Uh, so they attack the submarine. Sense, Aquaman sh- shows up. They fight. Um, uh, 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 Aquaman the father, kills a lot of dudes. Yeah, like straight up, like potentially. Yeah, it's yeah. Re- it's it's close. Um, hard death. <laughs> uh, and then uh, the father and son get in the fight with Aquaman, and then uh, Aquaman gets knocked out. They they uh, a missile falls on like the dad, there's a torpedo falls there's, on the well, dad. There's, there, there's a prolonged fight scene between like prolonged fight scene between Manta and Black Manta pre pre Black Manta and pre Black Manta where in Aquaman where they're fighting hard, and it is obvious that Aquaman is just winning. Yeah. Like he's not is, even trying. Like I'm, well, I mean kind of. Then they they shoot him with a like a uh, grenade, grenade. Like a, a grenade launcher like point in blank. a submarine. In a submarine. In a submarine. Well, and they were shooting guns in a, in submarine. a submarine. Yes. None of this makes perfect sense. I don't know what you're talking about. And Aquaman gets up, throws him against the wall, stabs him with like a spear. Uh, yeah, he grabs something off the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stabs, stabs the then, father with a spear, pins uh, him up against the wall. Manta says, attempts like, to fight terrible. him again, knocks him, and a like a torpedo, torpedo yeah. rolls over, and he rolls over the dad's lower body. Yeah, pinning him against the wall, and then and Black, then Black actually, Manta. No, the father the the father shoots a oh, grenade, grenade at yeah. Aquaman as he's climbing up, and it bounces yeah. off, and it and knocks, it knocks it off, it off. In it. Yeah, and Black Manta pre Black Manta has the balls to be like, you can't leave my dad here. Yeah. You got to help me. So Aquaman says something very Aquaman-esque, which is... For, well, for this the, Aquaman, the sea, yeah. the sea will choose whether or not you live or die. You're at the... Like, mer- it was like, uh, you're you mer- killed innocent you people. Killed his, you're uh, at the mercy of the sea. Look to the sea for mercy or something yeah, like yeah. that. So a very um, aquaman And he was very sure of himself. Yeah, like which, very confident. Yeah, very and confident like, okay. in that. I was like, okay. Which which later the on... The confidence is questioned. Is he questioned, started, which it comes out of nowhere. In my yeah, opinion. he has um, a Peter Parker moment later on, as we call uh, it. Right, if I had done this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, uh, and then there's a line. And it's, oh, it's the defining line for me of this movie that I just... Oh my God! Um, uh, water starts uh, pouring into the the room that they're in. They're trying to lift the the torpedo and they can't. And uh, the father pulls out like a like a grenade of some sort and says, <laughs> I, "Insinuates I'm going to blow myself up." Yeah, if you you, you got to leave, I'm going to blow myself up because I know if I'm here and alive, you're going to try and save. You're going to try to save me, so I'm going to blow. I'm going to blow myself up. So the son, uh, so uh, pre-Black Manta, I'm going to keep calling him that. Pre-Black Manta says something to the effect of, like, like how, like how dare you? Don't like why? Why would you? Don't don't do this. Like, I could save you. Don't do this. Uh, I'm not leave. Like I'm not going anywhere. I'm not leaving. And the father responds with, <laughs> "You you need to." You need to leave so you can go and kill that son of a bitch. 
and we're all in the theater and he says the line. That's a weird flex. It's uh, a weird flex, but okay. <laughs> and my response was to, I lean over to you guys and I'm just like, guys, I, I can't pick up my soda right now. <laughs> I can't drink my root beer. And you were like, why? I said, because my hand has just gotten so heavy. <laughs> well, and, and here's the thing as well. The first time pre-Black Manta meets Aquaman, he goes, oh, I was you waiting must, for this. You must, you know, I was waiting for this. And he's like, am I supposed to know you? And he's like, oh, I just figured eventually we'd bump into one. of uh, What? <laughs> There's, what? The seas are gigantic. <laughs> like the, the, the oceans is three fourths of the planet. Like I, there are I, seven of them. I get running into somebody. Like I live in Delaware. I get into. I I get running into somebody I know in Delaware. <laughs> but in the oceans, like if I never saw the same person twice, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Um, so, but supposedly because you're that badass of a pirate, Aquaman should just kind of know who you are, and then like I'm pre Black Manta. Right? <laughs> this is this is a guy that hangs out with Superman, and you think a blade is something he should be afraid of? Yeah, <laughs> like, didn't even pierce the skin either. It, yeah, um, it just things against him. And I, I, I just I couldn't. The moment that scene happened, I was like, "Well, at first you said, did he just spell out the revenge plot? Yeah, like, yeah, did yeah. He, that's that's the heavy handedness did, of did this just, movie. Did he just?" spell out his character motivation yeah and like then you were like my hand it's so heavy it's so I heavy i can't i can't pick up my drink it was funny i found that the the actor and i've seen the actor who plays the father in quite a yeah. few things and he's a good actor again and the he, actors and he i don't delivered think are the, the line, problem he delivered the line very well i honestly the actor who played pre-black manta and black manta I thought the acting could have been better for him. I do think I have nothing to compare better. him against. So I don't. Uh, yeah. yeah, I've never seen him in really anything else. I'm just saying comparatively from actor to actor. Yeah. Like the father, the interaction between the, the father and him and the son. I just feel like there was they were on two different levels. I sh- honest answer. They got him because he can he can stare the shit into oh, the camera. Oh, totally. can. He, yeah. Yeah. There That's were fair. like three cuts. To him, just staring into the camera. Smolder, smolder, some more. We need you to smolder really hard right now. <laughs> um, but it's just that, like, the moment I heard that, I was like, there's no, like, is there any subtlety that's going to be in this film now, at all? Now or something that I can pull here's from the, this? Here's the thing before we move forward, I did want to say, and this is what I wanted, I wanted to get your opinion on, Yes, was Black Manta. Best or greatest villain? <laughs> no, uh, unforgivable. Because you could take him out of the movie, still oh, have villains, wow. and the movie might be oh, better. Oh, we're douchebagging this. We're, do- okay. we're, we're douchebagging we're with, powers? with powers. This, yeah, like <laughs> uh, seriously, you honest? could feasibly take him out of the movie if he died at the beginning, and you did not have Black Manta. Orn could have sent anyone else. A highly trained Atlantean. That's very true. Found another human. I, I actually, I, I legitimately thought about this, and I, I agree. The only reason Black Manta exists is as a name drop from the comic book. Yeah. yeah. And one of the guys we work with brought that up. He said that he exists only as fan service to comic book fans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like his, his aesthetic and that's disservice. And everything is only really in there because he's in the he's a major villain in the comic books. Like he, the the way he designs his suit, none of it makes any sense. I think part of it is they wanted it they a wanted comic. a human, but all of these characters are human esque. It doesn't matter. Yeah, like you don't need that connection. Well, I I I think to your point, like I, we have that's the probably that's probably a big part of it. They wanted 
they wanted someone to be involved in the fight that wasn't, wasn't an Atlantean. Atlantean. Yeah, and, right. And they I wanted get, it, they wanted a human element in the adversarial. But the, the kind of human ele- element is Aquaman. Well, I mean, against Aquaman. Yeah, I get it. And, uh, and I think if that was your intention, you undid it by giving him Atlantean technology. Yeah. Like, make him... That, make at that him, point... Because now he really looks Atlantean. Make him a, a, a Tony Stark Maybe. smart kind of guy who builds his own stuff, you know? Maybe like, that was the point that they wanted a hybrid character. So they took a human character and gave them Atlantean technology, making a human... Atlantean hybrid villain, but no one. I don't think anyone saw him that way. But because it's not like the Atlanteans embraced him in any way. That was the intention. It didn't. It didn't come across that that way. Yeah, and it and it just didn't work. And one thing that doesn't make sense to me is that you see Aquaman fight Atlanteans in Atlantean armor, and I get that the stuff he was wearing was prototype and whatnot, and he owns them. Right. He fights fairly equally with them uh, or he is better than them. But then a human who is no match for Aquaman just happens to be wearing. Well, they said he was using uh, uh, he was using uh, Atlantean steel, Uh, which could actually hurt Hurt him. him. Right. And and you're right. He had a prototype armor. Plus, he was on the surface. So Aquaman was mostly fighting those guys out of their element. This is true. And in his element, when he was underwater, those fights went a little bit differently, at least at first. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, they made that explanation in the film, which I liked. Um, But I I don't see it as strongly when you've watched him fight Orm, and he doesn't do Orm, and he doesn't do horrible. Correct. And Orm has the upper hand at the end. Right. The so fight. he's but throughout so they, the fight they're relatively like they were going matched. at it pretty pretty not evenly, but not dissy like not, and, and not so, vastly um, different. Until so that Orm, would mean like Orm, shattered his uh tried Correct. But that means like Orin and his commandos are roughly at the same power level. Correct. Thus uh, if again, there's a there's an interesting plot point in that if Orin is more of a politician thinker villain which would have been nifty to see, um, but we didn't get that. We didn't so get if, that. if the command, if Aquaman versus commandos in the water is roughly an equal fight, that means that those commandos are roughly the equal challenge of Orin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if that's the case, Orin isn't really that much better than the average, the average high end Atlantean, which means he's not, he's, he's not, not the villain super, you are portraying he's not a him super as. Villain. Yes. Yeah, exactly. He's a villain. Yes. Yeah. He's an like he's an above average Atlantean, which is great. I would have liked to have seen the 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 the, the almost like Machiavellian. Like if he man could villain. have convinced the kings to join him, well, like, like he did manipulation, with, like he did with uh, Dolph Lundgren. Well, yeah, he did yeah. with Dolph Lundgren, but it, like I was talking with uh, one of the I, guys I at work about this. I call shenanigans on Dolph Lundgren. He is a villain. He's a villain in this in this movie. Because he believes the war should happen, he just didn't have the balls to start it. That's uh, like my opinion. Uh, I think I, he's he's an enabler for Orem. I'll give you he's an enabler. I, yeah, I don't know. He has definitely villainous qualities. Yeah, he's definitely not the extent. goodest guy. Yeah, I'll give you that. I think, um, um, the one the one okay, aspect maybe not full blown villain, <laughs> villain, but. <laughs> took a step back hard. This suit's a villain. Actually. <laughs> okay, maybe, he's, maybe he's not he's a like an blown, enabler. But actually he's the hero of the film. <laughs> um, but no, no, he, he hurt Rocky really bad. In really that movie. badly. Um, <laughs> the one thing uh, that jumped out to me because we're talking about Orem 
uh, King Orm, of course, the 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 pro, quote unquote villain of the film, uh, tries to start a war with the surface. Uh, some of it's understandable. Some of it is understandable. Um, but he, uh, this Machiavellian thinking man's villain, I think this movie. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the best way I could describe it, James Wan was a director of Fast and Furious. In Fast and Furious, I think it's six. Uh, there is a 15-minute fight sequence between Vin Diesel and The Rock. They throw each other through a wall like nine, nine times. times. <laughs> and that that is this movie. Except this with explosions. lives and breathes for the fighting and the action sequences. And having a thinking man against... Uh, Aquaman in a movie where everyone fights one another, I just think in their eyes, uh, just, they thought I, didn't I, work. I just feel like how cool would it have been if, right, you have this big dude, you have you have Jason Momoa, big dude, muscular guy, and he's all about power. He even says it in the movie. I'm about like kicking heads. I'm the in, bruiser. Right? I'm the bruiser. Right. And you pit him against someone who has him at every turn and who just like, yeah, you might be a bruiser, but I got a room full of bruisers that I can send them out, do whatever I want, yeah. and I can I can be ahead of you. That would have been more interesting to me than just, hey, we're going to shoot you with yeah. like this laser movie water is, cannons. Uh, you know? This movie's <laughs> it's a weird amalgamation of like stuff from other movies. Yes. It's a it's it's an Indiana Jones movie with a MacGuffin with uh, a Lord of the Rings fight sequence mm. <laughs> with Smaug. I didn't even with think about that. Smaug. Yeah, like there's... it's it's just a weird. It's almost like they they a had a, they had a twenty sided oh die. That scene of... is so Smaug. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The scene in the in the yeah. in the it's, him it's, trying yeah. him trying him to get so the MacGuffin is crazy. So Smaug is is so super Bilbo and Smaug. The yeah, convers- so I, I didn't make that parallel yeah. and yeah. now I'm a little angrier. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's the thing. Like this, I feel He's like just a really someone, buff Bilbo. I feel like someone gave James Wan a 20 sided die and said, every number you roll is going to be something from another summer blockbuster film. And you need to implement it in your movie. You get 10 shots. Go. <laughs> <laughs> the, the ship as it's, as it's going down was from the abyss. The only, like, the, <laughs> the, the movie from like yeah, the, yeah. the only difference between, you know, you know, the Hobbit and this movie is that it'd be like if Bilbo made friends with the dragon. Yeah. There was, <laughs> the, you had the battle of the five armies. You had a giant dragon crab hey, octopus thing. Do you want to come out and help me? Okay. Um, like, it's Voiced an by Julie odd Andrews. film because I like. <laughs> Harry Poppins, man. I just don't think, I don't know. Like, it's tough to really put why I have such an issue with the film. Because the film is not at the very least entertaining to the generic Here, superhero fan. Here's an example of something that we've talked about having problems with. These Atlanteans say they know a lot about the surface realm and <laughs> and that they, you know surface people are horrible, blah, blah, blah. And then they eat flowers. How, like, the, how like, do she's, they, like she's gifted flowers and she just starts sh- stuffing them into her mouth. Like do they eat flowers in Atlantis? Like awkward if they do, cute. I don't really know. Like I, I didn't even pay. Or was that, that? Or is that uh, rom during, during their during their? No, I know it happened Dur- during just, during the rom com parts of the. Uh, of I the was movie. like, okay, whatever. Uh, the um, man, there's so many. There's so many things that happen though. I think just to have the oh, that looks cool. Like the whole part where she's in the winery or the wine place, and yeah, well, she controls so water, sequence. and she screams for no reason because she she never screamed in order to control water before. Hey, 
This is X Men: Days of Future Past. They could say it was to separate the water she from the just, wine. Was she's just so difficult. mad. Who knows? And then did she do that? Because I thought she stabbed no, she him. Just, like, she stabbed, stabbed him with him crystals that were red. I mean, so maybe, like, yeah, but that would have been cooler. Yo, the wine's gonna look like blood's gonna stab him. You get an Adele. <laughs> you get an Adele. <laughs> I'm gonna use that from now on. <laughs> Who knows? Like, but, but like her ability might only affect water. Yeah, liquid. Like, liquid. Well, well, we don't know. Like, it, how much concentration it takes to move something that isn't pure h2o so correct it have been harder i guess so it might okay. have been harder who knows there we're reading we're reading i can really read into that we could read into pretty I much i can anything. read into that i don't know and that's part of my problem with the movie like it it just drops a whole bunch of stuff on us and then it, it has these like orn has this uh ha, has a thinking man moment when they're just like you can't attack the surface and then they're like you attacked the, and then Aquaman comes down and is like, you attacked us. And he goes, I didn't attack you. I just gave you your stuff back. Yeah, because he put like, all the pollution. He took, he took all of the pollution we put in the ocean and all the ships, and he just pushed them to shore. And he said, I didn't attack you. I just gave you your stuff back. Like, this I returned what your, was there. This is not your land. Right. There's a conversation in there that is really deep and really awesome. And that was that they the, just there was gold right there. They, they just, just left it they there. They just left it there. Yeah. And then they did this like weird hologram thing where he showed us being really shitty yeah. as humans, which I completely agree with. And I kind of wish somebody had gone it's into. very Crimes of Grindelwald. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. There's another is. one of our 20-sided die. We can, <laughs> right? we can roll. And, so, he did, and he just goes, we're horrible. Humans are horrible. I completely agree with that. We are horrible to the ocean. We deserve what he did to us. I would like to have that conversation. Yeah. Like if you're going to do that in the movie. Also, I that's don't, a, I, that's I, cool. I, I, uh, I believe, uh, Jason Momoa, when his character says, I'm not ready to be a King, I'm not going to be a good King. I'm not cut out to be a King. However, Volko says during the, the movie, he is twice the King you'll ever be to Oren. I, I don't believe that right now. for a <laughs> second. Yeah. Uh, and and I don't I like, or it doesn't seem like that bad a dude, except he doesn't end up as that wants, bad of a dude. He at wants the end to of the consolidate power. Even Aquaman goes, "When you're ready to talk, come see me." Yeah, that's the last thing he says to him as they so, as they lead him away. But I think they should have doubled down on. See, I would have I. I they positioned Orm as a sinister bad guy, and I think that was wrong. Yeah, and I think they should have doubled down on. The eco. I, like, I am trying to do what's best for yeah. the for the sea, for the ocean. Yeah. If we are united, I can protect our realm against the threat that is theirs. Look at everything they've done. Look at the power. Oh my God! Wouldn't it have been great if they said, "Look at the power their champions have." Steppenwolf came in, and only one representative of our realm was there to help, and that was. A and he's in exile. He's yeah. in exile. Look at the power they have and what they could do to us. They could have used that narrative too, and they didn't. Well, I, I, <coughs> well, they I, wanted to separate to yours, themselves from again, like, like, but a great conversation around that is. The oceans are three-fourths of the planet. Why are we hiding? Yeah. We control three-fourths of the planet. They don't. Why are we hiding? Yeah. Like, why Why haven't we said we should be in charge? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If we were united, there is nothing they can do to stop us. Yeah. Short of Superman. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> 
That's the, that's your how it should have ended, right there. Right? <laughs> Superman would have been like heat vision. Well, he said, "There's what? nothing they could do to stop us." I'm sorry. What did you say? What? I'm sorry. What? What was that? Superman, Superman just, shows up. Just, just like, shows up. What did you say? I'm sorry. What? I, 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 I heard you guys talking from afar. <laughs> I, I thought wanted... I heard my name. Quote: There's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> End I of mean, movie. <laughs> and Orm, Orm just goes. Orm just goes. Um, new king. Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, That's, he's got the trident, um, the the which is another huge problem I have with the movie or the DC universe as a whole because they can't. Where was Superman? And and we have this criticism of Marvel movies. As we don't want to. Yeah, where know. are certain characters? Is always a criticism of, of very specific. Like like we like we've said this about Captain Marvel. Where is Captain Marvel? While all the uh, Infinity yeah. War. This movie better have Mar- a really good reason why Captain Marvel hasn't been around for the last. Marvel yes. though. It, actively seems to try to answer that question as much as they possibly can. Why wasn't Dr. Strange around during the battle for New York? He was being trained at that point, mm-hmm. like that he wasn't Dr. Strange yet. And they, and, even, the, and they even said at the battle of New York, that's what the Avengers are for. Right. right. We don't handle terrestrial threats. I'm guessing if it had gotten to the point that mystics had to be involved. Yeah. They would have stepped in. Like but it wasn't. They, yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't at that point. And yet. the thing is, we don't know if the mystics were involved in like saving people in a the sanctum is not under threat. Yeah, yeah. I don't care about this. Right. Yeah. So they they justify those. But uh, but every movie going forward, they're going to have to figure out ways of doing that, which is why I still think like a massive amount of people are going to die. So they limit their character pool. Yeah, because otherwise every movie you have to justify. The problem was, is, is that DC has created Superman, which can be pretty much anywhere within seconds. They've created the Flash and Superman, which can both be anywhere at any given time. Correct. Almost immediately. The Flash, the reason, the only reason the Flash makes sense in this universe is he is inexperienced. Why would the Flash involve himself in something he has no solution? And he's very afraid. And I'm not saying he should be involved in the Atlantis fight. But that makes sense for his narrative. Yeah. For Superman, however, the only reason he's not in it is because Henry Cavill hasn't signed the contract If they had lowered his power level a bit... But like, that is then not he, Superman. Then he's, then he's not as epic, yeah. and I get, yeah. and I get yeah. that, and yeah. I, I agree with you. Like he shouldn't be. This as, is the sacrifice you make for doing. Like I would have liked to have seen character. the Justice League beat Steppenwolf, not Superman scare Steppenwolf's underlings into killing him. Correct. Yeah. Or dealing with him, we don't know if he's dead. He just got carried up into a boom tube or something, right? Yeah. Yes. Like, like I don't know. But, We're assuming. But Superman is so powerful that the major villain that beat the rest of the Justice League into submission to the point that they summoned back, summoned Superman back from the dead, like cemet- like Pet cemetery ish And <laughs> even even Wonder Woman, who who it, it, at first was conceivably at his level. It isn't. It isn't now. Isn't. The, yeah. There's. The only scene, the Justice League, the scene I really liked is just watching Superman just own all of them. Just yes. like, just handedly, just being like that. That one scene with the Flash, where the Flash is like, "I'm going faster than everyone else," and then and you, you watch Superman, Superman tracking go, him. He just goes, like, turning his head. And you're like, he's like, "Oh shit, oh shit." <laughs> My, uh, mine is still the Wonder Woman's about to do her like wrist clingy thing and knock him away, and he goes from very far away from her to right in front of her face, grabbing her wrists and keeping them from contacting, and she's just like, "Uh oh," uh, headbutt and just hard headbutts him, and you see Superman kind of. Blink it off and go, uh-uh, and headbutts her into the ground. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh, this is a one-sided fight. People love headbutts in that movie, by the way. There's like <laughs> yeah, six of them. But, I mean, that's 
it just shows that they're hopelessly outclassed. Yes. Yeah. And, and uh, I think that's that's the Superman conundrum at that point. And now, like, I get that Aquaman probably wouldn't summon Superman for help, but if all of prideful. Earth's trash and ships suddenly wound up on the ocean, I'm pretty sure Superman would just be like, yeah. Aquaman? A- Aquaman? Aquaman. Uh, Aquaman? What? And then it's like, well, let's be fair here. He doesn't know where Aquaman is. And he was like, yeah, but let's be fair here. It's Superman. He could find him. He could find him. Like, Let me listen or look. <laughs> or do anything. Fly. <laughs> um, so in a universe with Superman, I don't understand He's why underwater this movie going, happened. Like, I, like, I don't... It's like, oh, hey, the, the Atlantis is going to go... I appreciated the way the animated movie handled the introduction of Aquaman and the challenge of Orn because the first Justice League or the second Justice League movie is Atlantis versus the versus the surface. Yeah. And that's what brought Aquaman to the Justice League. Like that was a threat large enough that he that it necessitated multiple superheroes working together. Correct. Um, (laughs) But this movie was just like, there's a massive, like, there's going to be a massive surface war, yeah. a, a war against the surface. I got this. Yeah. We're not going to let it get to that point. I, uh, <laughs> DC's do, not going to let it get like, to that point. Do you feel like this Aquaman film does not have the same innocence that Wonder Woman had as an origin story for the character? Y- yes. Wasn't, I agree. Yeah. I think that's, that may be character based a little bit. Uh, th- my biggest problem is uh, this movie was told through flashbacks. Yes, which is a, uh, which is a sore point for me. Yeah. So, um, like if you had shown him growing up and then gotten to the meat of the movie, maybe that would have been better. I think again, no, there is no. there is a prime. No. This is a prime explanation in the fact that right now superhero movies are at their strongest when they are genre films. Yeah. And I this movie and Aquaman is not. We, we talked about it. This movie would have been great as an Indiana Jones movie. As an Indiana oh, Jones. Oh yeah, movie. yeah. Cuz like, Indiana Jones movies and I've said it before are sexual tension, Nazis and fight scenes. That's it. So and se- then sexual this, movie, tension, this movie had all Atlanteans of those yeah. fight scenes. Right. Uh, so this movie had sexual tension, underwater Nazis cuz let's be fair here Orin is a is a Aryan a, a xenophobic. Yeah. And doesn't like half dream or like half breeds. Hitler wet dream and fight scenes like Although well, this I, one also I, had I feel like that I feel like the sexual attention was a bit forced but that's just me uh there was there was some okay moments between Amber Heard and Momoa but I think that's mostly because they're both very attractive people that probably didn't have to act well, hard yeah. to act like they might be attracted to the other person yes. <laughs> <laughs> um I don't know what happened between Nicole Kidman and <laughs> that guy and um i'm sorry i, I mean obviously he was spitting Temerau, with her i'm sorry i'm so sorry you have a name i know it and uh <laughs> but um the the indiana jones scenes really work i like the way they played off one another um the i didn't mind the 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 crazy silly stuff that was happening during that. Yeah. Um, it was just watching them act together and look for something. And I thought that, I thought that was good. And then black Manta showed up and I was just like, this looks like something out of legends of tomorrow. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, we talked about moments where we checked out, you checked out because of the, like, I find this funny. Yours was the writing. 
and for that scene in the in the submarine. That's early. That's that's like no. We both checked like, out early. That's yeah, like fifteen yeah, 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 minutes yeah. in. Yeah. We both checked out early. That was for you. You checked out early because of that. I'll admit that was bad for me. Um, but uh, and I like you. You said earlier today to somebody, it almost seemed like the character read the caption on yeah. the side of the script. So says, like when James Wan handed the script to somebody. And you know how most uh, directors or screenwriters, they have their script, they have their lines, they have whatever the case may be. And then they'll write notes to like further flesh out motivation. And it just felt like the father was just reading the line and then the motivation was – he needs to survive so he can kill the son of a bitch. <laughs> right. And right. he just read that as well. <laughs> it was like, your motivation is you want your son to survive so that he can kill Aquaman. Like, and right. It just felt like he read. It that. just felt like he read um, that. So that was your checkout moment. And that, I find that very fun, you know, writing yes. for me, it was the moment where they're having that summit with Dolph Lundgren and the conjuring and, <laughs> um, Orm. <laughs> Orin. Uh, and so they're meeting up and um, the the one dude's come in on the sharks and I was like, the, look, the great whites, the yeah. great whites is like, that doesn't look bad. That looks kind of de- decent. That's nifty. And then um, Dolph Lundgren's crew came in on the colorful psychedelic seahorses thing. Things, and I was like, that CG looks bad. Yeah. Like, Uh, For me, it was like a complete visual detachment. And then I just kept nitpick. And I'll admit, I nitpicked the the CG from that point onwards because I was just like, that doesn't look. I'll forget. I forgave a lot because it was underwater. I don't know what under what things would look like in a world where I could see on in salt water effectively. Yeah. Um, I don't know what that would look like. Oh, I said it before. Uh, it's nice to know the uh, Tron VFX crew is still hard at work. Right. The, the, like the whole center portion of Did the, you hear the Tron soundtrack? Oh, yeah. I, 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 I actually like, nudged hey, him and I was like, <laughs> I love hey, that. Man, when they were going into Atlantis. Nice to see Daft Punk is still getting when, some work out here. Good. When they were going into Atlantis, I literally went, the grid. Yeah, they were like, <laughs> um, this is the bridge to get into the city. I said, you're damn right it is. I saw this in Tron Legacy. <laughs> I know what this is. I'll be honest. I, like I how, love Tron Legacy. Don't <laughs> I like how we all went to the same place independent from one another. Oh, yeah. I heard your comment well, no. to him. So here's what happened. Like, I'm sitting Tron? here. <laughs> you made the Tron statement. I went, I went five seconds later. The grid you made the Tron <laughs> statement. So we were all in the same boat. Like this is super Tron right now. Let's go ahead and roll that D20. So one of the moments I really lost it. I, I And if they had started the movie out that way, I would have been fine, but it, it was going to be, you're going to have to come and fight your brother. And it's like, okay, cool. And then they get to the Atlantis and it's like, but you have to find the object of power. And I'm like, really? Indiana Jones. McGuffins. Yeah, but if they had started it out with, like, hey, we got to get you to Atlantis so we can get this thing, so we can get the thing. I don't know. I just, well, Oh, so you felt like Atlantis was the was going to be the culmination of a confrontation. It was set up like, as a like culmination started. of a confrontation. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they were like, no. No, 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 no. You won't win. You need to go get that. Why not just say, hey... Go get that. We go get should that. go get that. We should go get that. And then he was just and like, then he I would, don't need that thing. I'm just going to challenge my brother. And then he would never know. 
no, I, I, I get you with that. I um, roll that d twenty again. We had a journey to the center of the universe. Center of the universe. Brendan Fraser. Uh, right. So they go underneath. Uh, they go into that trench and then they come out inside. Uh, so by oh, the way, they I go into the prehistoric. Uh, yeah, they go. Like, Isn't this where King Kong lives? Yeah, they go yeah. into the trench because both of you made the statement. They go into the trench. They go to the the tornado. They go into the tornado. They are pulled in separate directions <laughs> out of either end of the tornado. But they both land at the same place. Yeah, yeah. Uh, except one had to be rescued by uh, Janet Van Dyne by, in fish gear. I was like, yo, this is Ant-Man. <laughs> what is yeah, going yo, on? Yo, he literally said that, yeah. Oh it is God. so Roll that Ant-Man. D20. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's it's so funny to describe it like that. Because every scene, I'm just like, oh, look. Look, there, there goes that D20 there again. There goes that D20 um, again. Pulling another movie. Yeah, this is inspired by This is, is. This is, is. Um, so, uh, one of the, you know, speaking visually, uh, like. Perfect Storm in the, in the boat sequence. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> um, Minus the monsters, need, okay, obviously. Okay, so we need to actually watch this again. And not then write the D20. Uh, and then, like, and then uh, we can animate like, somebody rolling it every time a scene comes Every time up. a scene oh, God, comes yeah. And Tron. And <laughs> Tron again. Okay. And Indiana, Indiana Jones. <laughs> That's really funny. Um... So, uh, like we were, we were talking about, so like, like I said, my moment or the, the, the visual detachment moments that came yeah. up in the movie that they just pulled me out of it. You got, um, but I will, I, I do want to give the movie props about like, again, embracing kind of the weirdness that is, is Aquaman. Yes. Cause I want to make sure that, you know, I, there are things to enjoy in this movie. I, I can feel like the concept artist had a lot of fun trying to adapt the source material, yes. mm-hmm. like Atlantis's depictions, some Even of the, the trench, the, the trench the, creatures were creepy. They were great. If we're and talking I love about that, that, pan, that side shot scene, watching yes. them spiral around them, that was beautiful. Oh, yeah. very, really very, well um, very like terror of the deep, like I'm kind trying, of stuff. There's, there's something that like, like, it reminds me of Cthulhu esque. Like, Cthulhu-esque, like Cth- uh, yeah, I'll give you like Cthulhu. I think is what it might have been reminding yeah. me. Of. But it was it was creepy and it was well done. It was a, it was um, uh, it was genuinely was, creepy. Anything yeah. that was done in like a dark. Dimly lit. Well, I said it. I leaned over to well side done. when they jumped over the boat and they had the flare and they're going down. And you oh. said, I leaned over to it. I said, This is the best scene in the movie right yeah, now. Yeah. Visually? Uh, visually, yeah. Visually, it is the it, it best scene the best. in the movie. Um, watching them fight the things on the ship, I thought that was very well done. Um, there are a lot of green screen moments that really bug me. Like yeah. all the stuff that happens on the dock, like I'm looking behind them is like, if that's not green screen, something is really weird right now. Yeah. And if it is green screened, it's green screened wrong like uh well i mean they they embraced the cg nature of the film like really hard fisherman king uh like super cg scene i'm fine uh, with it i'm fine with again the underwater cg scenes i'm good with because there is literally no way to depict that other than through cg other than through cg mine are the above ground <clears throat> cg scenes like the backdrop when his dad is standing on the dock and you're looking at it yeah. in the background, and I'm like, "Is there not a lighthouse next to water that you could have done this? Could could you not have filmed that? I'm I don't <laughs> I don't get what's it happening. It was here. always raining, <laughs> right? Um, I don't, no, I, I agree. Yeah, yeah. It just it 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 got me, and I was the 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 heavy the I feel like there was maybe like three sets in this movie, and everything else is just pure CG. Well, it's pure CG. Um, and Infinity War is the same way, but it doesn't bother me as much. Yeah. 
So if if you're going to do a lighthouse scene on a place that looks like Earth, maybe find a place that you can do that. That would be like that would be the equivalent of Tony Stark and running out of the Sanctum Sanctorum and the building behind him was like part of New York was CG. Yeah, yeah. It's like you're shooting it in at, well, I, mean, I think they shot it in Atlanta, actually. I think so. Yeah, but something like that. But Atlanta is a city. Just shoot it there. <laughs> they 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 did it. It's just there's just so many visual scenes that pull me out of it. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, it, it, the whoever whatever concept team worked on this movie had fun with it, and I, that's yeah. bra- that's bonus points for me. I think that's something that I can enjoy. And I, yeah, for for me, the the actors. Uh, they tr- they they worked with what they were given. Like I said, Jason Momoa is best when he is being himself. Well, I, we've we've said it before. Like, and oddly enough, I'll say this: for most action movie stars, like you don't hire Sylvester Stallone to to play anybody. You hire, hire Sylvester, Sylvester Stallone, Stallone to, to be, be Sylvester, Sylvester Stallone, Stallone, pretending to be somebody. Yeah, like Bruce Willis is always une- unequivocally Bruce Willis. He just pretends to be Bruce Willis pretending to be somebody else. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, Jason Momoa is pretty much always Jason Momoa. Yeah. He just, you put him in different clothing. Yep. Uh, and, and you give him different and motivation. I think, and I think when you look at, when you look at the other actors, Amber Heard did, uh, did a good job. No one did a bad job at the acting. Uh, like I said, I have issues with Black Manta, but like you said, I think he was just hired to stare at a camera to just smolder. He had some. He had some good. Uh, I will say the probably the only scene I really liked him in was the one where he said, "You're probably not going to want to do that." Yeah, at the end. At yeah. the end, with the scene with the the the, the, the conspiracy theories nut, I was like, I liked that scene, uh, but I think that's uh, completely not against the actor. That's probably the only scene I enjoyed Black Man in. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything um, else, I was like, I don't, I don't. I, don't I thought well, my, my issue there that, is that like the Conjuring uh, did a good job, and I thought yeah. Willem Willem Dafoe was did, did Willem Dafoe oh, yeah. uh, didn't Patrick die. Wilson, by That's the way. a nice yeah, did yeah, die, Patrick yeah. Wilson. Um, <laughs> the Conjuring, Dolph Lundgren. Um, so two things. One, in terms of the Black Manta situation, uh, my issue with Black Manta is even when they tried to put him in a different situation, it still didn't work. Because yeah. they put it too late when he's building a suit and there's that humorous moment where his helmet it's, goes it off and he like he like yeah. like sneaks up uh, like from ducking under the table and he peeks over and it's just it just didn't fit what they had given me already it was out of left field and it just didn't resonate at all uh, um, it, it felt like a an attempt to do something like Marvel would do in a moment yeah. like that and it just. It just didn't like Tony I mean, they Stark tried to Tony Stark the shit out of that scene. Yeah, and and like what and got me it just was did like not have the same. <laughs> what got me even the from a writing perspective? How does that make sense? He gets technology he's never seen any any before, and his first instinct is to rip it the the hell apart. You even see him like what is like he's like got this. Goop yeah, there's on no his hand, basis of like, what, what he is does. This? You don't see like. It, now, if it was a Tony Stark type thing where, like, he's researching. Well, there's no basis of know. his skill set either. Exactly. Like, exactly. The the and that's where I, I feel like the writing is is a bit off there in explaining my, that. My biggest thing is, like, okay, you take it apart. What? Why? Why would you put it in your face? Yeah. <laughs> you saw, like, your your initial thought is, 
uh, oh man, it melted that helmet. I need Unless a, the character I need a, serves no purpose other I, than to be. I need a bigger helmet. Ones. And I was like, why would you put that near your face? Yeah. Yeah. Why wouldn't you have kept it as a gun? Yeah. Or, I don't know, mount it to the back of your arm. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And I, the only reason that you would put it in the eyes is because that's what the character in the comics does. Yeah. Yep. And and they like they felt like they had to justify the big saw the flying saucer esque helmet and I was like I don't I don't need you to justify this I don't want you to justify this no sir I don't like it I'd much rather have a really good reason and less synchronicity than something that is spot on with mm-hmm. zero mm-hmm. attempt to try to explain um, it I will it say might work in the comics but it doesn't work in film the the Ocean Master's mask bothered me a lot in the imagery. It didn't I liked bother, it in the film. I it didn't moved on its yet. own, which was kind of weird. I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah, he put it, it on and like the fins on either side would move. Yeah, uh, it, yeah, it didn't bother me as as uh, as much as. Uh, and I every time I every time he was too still, it did. Like when he was moving, I was fine with it. But if he stopped moving, I was like, "This is too literal to the comic book." Same yeah. problem I have with Black Man's mask. Like yeah. I don't, I don't. There's no other thing like this in the movie, and I don't understand and, why. Uh, like, if you had a variant of the Commando mask that had, like, those elements on it, I probably would have been more okay with it. But they, I don't... If they had said, this is the helm of the Ocean Master or something, yeah, I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Um, I also don't really agree with him, I, again, because we're on the Ocean Master. He just straight up murdered a king. Yeah. And then then <coughs> then, then threatens his, the, his kid daughter, the kid. And then everyone just seems kind of chops the arm off of the other king. Yeah. And then everyone just seems kind of OK with it. And I was like, I don't get this. Like the Brian King is who he cuts off the arm. Yeah. The Brian King yeah. is who he cuts the arm off. Um, the Fisherman King is who he kills. Yeah. Um, so real quick, at the or beginning Korath. of the movie, did they use de-aging on Nicole Kidman? I can't quite I, tell. I couldn't tell. But I, don't. I don't think so. I think so, they just heavy make like did heavy makeup. Did heavy makeup yeah. on Nicole. Kidman so um, to make her look younger, or maybe they, yeah, do they know. not? Because my my thing is, do Atlanteans not age as quickly? That's as the assumption humans? I would guess. Because I feel real bad for the for for his father at the end of the movie. She still looks the same, and he's aged a lot. <laughs> his ass looks is old. What it is. Um. But yeah, uh, in terms of positives, I don't, I don't have a lot uh, because it's just it's a superhero movie from a decade ago, and it's piecemeal. It's, like it's, it's like, like, I think, like I think fifteen it's, years ago. I think yeah, I was gonna say it's from farther than ten years. It's like uh, I'm, from two decades ago is where the superhero movie belongs, and it's we've gotten a better class of superhero movie. So to like put this on my plate, it's kind of like. It's kind of like member berries from South Park. Like I'm not, I'm not interested in going back and experiencing what superhero movies were 20 years ago, because I've gotten something really good from different companies. Like, and I'd much rather have that than have this. This. I agreed. I I keep telling people if you like, I talked to my brother-in-law and he was just like, "Was it good?" And I was like, "I had very low expectations, and I don't think any of them were actually met." Mm-hmm. Um, which is why I gave it such a low score. And I went in with pretty low, I, I went in with, with medium, low, medium 
Like that's not at, super yeah. low, but but Aquaman better. was one of the highlights of Justice League. So I was intrigued, but I'm not like well, I'm not you, expecting well, like something early new. reviews and everybody we're, who yeah, saw we're, it we're said good, that it was yeah. that, that it was good. And I was like, yeah. oh, OK, I'll, I'll, I'll go into this. I'm I'm still not excited, but I'll uh, I'll check it out. But I'll go. Um, and then I and then I went in. And I was like, no, this isn't. None of this is what I wanted. Um, but it's it's tough to for the people like my brother-in-law. He, I was like, you would watch this and you would probably like it. Yeah. Um, especially if you go in with the mindset that really the plot doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like it's only a contrivance to get to the big fight scene at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's it. It's just, yeah. it's, that's it. Um, and there's like, I don't, uh, like let's take Amber Heard's character. Other than the fact that she likes Aquaman, I really have no motivation for why I should care if she dies. Mm hmm. Same thing goes for Dolph Lundgren. Honestly, if he died, I would have been like, good to go. He's well, a villain. Yeah. Um, up until that he's last a villain, moment sir. when he turned on it, when he turned on Orin. Yeah. Like, I think he's such a, he's a real big opportunistic yeah, he's, person. He's just he's, a real big opportunist. He goes with the flow, right? Yeah, so. Pardon the pun. Yeah, because um, you have that moment where he's like, uh, well, he's uh, king now. <laughs> the... But I don't I don't care about any of these characters. Like when when Black Manta's dad died, I was just like, I'm I'm sorry that Aquaman isn't enough of a superhero to rescue you. I don't care if you die. Sucks to suck. Right. Um, That's not the fault of the actors. It's the fault of the writing. Right. It's they the, the Aquaman was the only one I had any emotional investment in. But the, there's a hint at something like a deeper conversation around that when the like the Orin um, Mara conversation when she has that weird like jellyfish yeah, yeah, yeah. collar thing going on. Um, and she she's just like this. It goes completely against what your mother taught us. And he's like, my mother's a traitor. But we yeah. never find out what um, his mother actually taught him. Right. There's a conversation there that I would have liked to have had, which is what what values were instilled in him? What why should I care about him or this conversation? Mm -hmm. And obviously Mara has some level of sympathy for the surface. Mm -hmm. But why? Tell me why. Like at this point, there's nothing I've seen that would make me think she actually cares about anything other than. Aquaman can prevent a war, which arguably the Atlanteans will win until Superman gets involved. Yeah. Yeah. Um, unless the Trident is just that powerful. Yeah. But who knows? But um, who knows? I don't. And that's part of my problem with this movie. Yeah. Um, and I'll say uh, the, the last thing for this movie is only in a movie like this could this line have existed. Um, you, because you come from two worlds, you think you don't deserve to lead, to be king. But that's precisely the reason you should be king. I've come to realize that. The question is, can you? Can, can, can you? And 
I that that line started, and I before it finished it, I was just like, "Can you?" She was <laughs> half a sentence in, and I was like, "This is going to end in can you?" And I was like, "Nope." Yeah. This is it's too heavy handed. I you're already trying to make him king. You you don't have to sell me on the fact that you want to make him king. Yeah. And now I get it that the conversation was supposed to be I des I now believe you deserve to be king, which I don't think she saw anything that would mitig- would would necessitate that change in opinion. Yes. Um but let's say she did off camera. <laughs> um like they had a really deep philosophical discussion about what he would do if he was king of Atlantis and it was actually really good policy. Uh, who knows? I don't know. But um, I get that that's what the conversation was trying to do. Yes. Uh, she was trying trying to to get rid of his self-doubt problems that came up randomly. Um, because she actually legitimately believed he could be a king and not suck. I yeah. kind of wish that had been the conversation that happened, not the... Hey, you need to realize you can be king. I think I wish it had just been like, honestly, I didn't think you could be king. I just wanted to keep Orm from going to war with the surface world, and you were the best of the shitty options. <laughs> um, but after being around you for a while, I realized you don't suck that bad. So this might work out. After a while, but, you're not so bad on the sucking. But you need to, <laughs> but you need to, you know, realize you don't suck. Um, which kind of seemed like your thing at the beginning of the movie. Like you were super self-assured. Yeah. So I'm not sure where this plot, you know, this change in character came from. Be that as it may, um, maybe try. (laughs) Yeah. I agree. I don't know. So. (sighs) Eh, there's a Eh? bit to unpack. I'm I I was hopeful, cautiously hopeful. Um, I left relatively disappointed, optimistically trepidatious. Yeah, trepidatious. Right. Um, really I, cool ideas, but I just think I said super super clean nuggets of gold that they just shat out. I just think the blockbuster, the, the culture of the blockbuster got to got to the writers of this movie. I think. Yeah. It's just too, it's exhausting. Like, that's the one review I saw from uh, Andrew Rayner, a guy who I follow on Twitter. He's the um, editor-in-chief for Game Informer magazine. He was like, I watched this film, and at the end, like, he enjoyed the film, but he was like, it's exhausting to watch. It's just nonstop bombardment of just shit. Yeah, I did hear, from someone at work, they were like, yeah, it, it feels like being assaulted. Yeah. It's just one thing after another, which uh, the guy that said he, he, he like compared it to an 80s action movie said that he liked that pacing. Like it never felt like there was downtime. And I was like, OK, I can kind of agree with that. It was just one thing after another after another. But most of them were fight scenes. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's an episode of Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Without the, uh, without the. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, there's a little bit of that. There's a little bit there of that. Was. Um, uh, Maracine reference. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, it, but yeah, yeah. What can you do? You know, it's, it's underwater Dragon Ball Z. It's underwater Dragon Ball Z. But uh, but that's that. I I don't. Where think is this Vegeta? Should, 
I don't think this should stop you from going to see the film if you're out no, there. If you yeah, need, yeah. if you feel like you want to go see the film, go see it. Render your opinion and then email the show. Let us know. Like I said, if you disagree with me, awesome. Like we have differing opinions. If we were all the same people, it would be really boring. Yeah. So, like I said, I'm pretty sure my brother in law is going to love that movie. I'm reasonably sure um, several people I know will enjoy that movie. Yeah. I think it'll help that I told them go into it thinking if it is an 80s action movie underwater it even has Dolph Lundgren in it if you're curious <laughs> if you're really uh, that that into it yeah. right um, but you know let us know talk to us I I want to I want to hear other people's opinion on the movie uh, like I said I sought out people that enjoyed the movie um, but it was not what I was hoping it could be and not as good as I know it could have been. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But what can you do? Uh, But that's it for us. So this will close out uh, December or no, January, January. January. This will close out January, beginning of a new year, hopefully starting out strong. Oh no, the glass will start out, finish off. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> I'm bad. I'm sorry. I keep thinking. I'm thinking we're we'll, uh, early. We'll, we'll this will be a great January. We'll, uh, we'll edit this out in post. Yeah, this will be a great. No, no, no. You January. leave my mistakes in. You leave my mistakes in. Uh, this, uh, hopefully, you guys have enjoyed our discussions around uh, into the uh, uh, into the Spider Verse and uh, Bumblebee. And uh, and and now Aquaman. Uh, and next. Aquaman soon uh, to Aquaman. be glass. Yeah, um, we're going to talk about glass. I'm excited. Week, for so, that one, so. Uh, so remember, you can follow the show uh, twitter.com forward slash sanctuary one radio. Uh, you can follow each of us individually uh, twitter.com. That's diamond jab props prophecy sideburns. You can also email the show. Please email the show. We really want to get your guys' take on some of the movies that we've talked about this month already. Getting into the new year, sanctuary one. One radio at gmail.com. That is the number one. Uh, I'm going I'm to I'm call out the listeners from the UK and from from uh, Sweden. I really want to hear from you guys. Uh, you know, please hit us up. Yeah, send, like, us, send us something. I'd love to to get hear get, your get guys' your take. We yeah. will read them on the show. Uh, we'll have a little dedicated section once we start getting some emails in. Um, but I just had a bad mental image, like the Swedish chef from Sesame Street, like asking a question. And we just lost all of those listeners. So there goes all the Swedish, all the Swedish listeners. Sorry. So anyone in the UK, please, please send us a hit us of the show. Oh, they're not listening anymore because of my British accent. Because of the British accent. There's we alienated everyone. <laughs> right. Checkboxes yeah. in the wind column. Yeah, great. Um, <laughs> we had too many listeners. We need less. Yeah, that is uh, <laughs> that is it for us, guys. Have a wonderful, wonderful night for myself and Prosper Uh We'll talk to you guys next time. Me, me, me. Peace. Peace.